0: This is Mario Andre, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Below the Yellow Line. Welcome to a Daytona 500 post-race edition of Below the Yellow Line. As you all know, I was at yesterday's great American race, my first NASCAR race in almost nine years in person, Uh, my first trip to Daytona, my first trip to the Daytona 500. It did not disappoint. Congratulations to William Byron, our new Daytona 500 champion. I enjoyed this race. I probably would have enjoyed it if it was the worst race ever, but I thought the racing was good. Passing was hard at times. Those middle 180 laps in between the big wrecks were fantastic. Unfortunately, we had another big one. You know, I I don't love that, but it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. Um, and it's just, it's, it's part of racing, you know, it's part of super speedway racing, which we'll be doing again this coming weekend in Atlanta. And you know, Atlanta is always a fun race, especially now with it basically being a super speedway. You know what you need to make it even more fun. How about a bag of wicked mixer, wicked minis? You can get yours today at MoonlightMixes.com. They're the perfect race day companion to snack on throughout the 2024 NASCAR season. Now that we had the formalities out of the way, let's talk about this race, uh, for, for about 15, 20 minutes or so kind of. Kind of take a deep dive into the Daytona 500. William Byron gets the win. Let's start with the finish that has a lot of people talking. Now, at the track, from my vantage point, um, I couldn't really see until I watched it afterwards on the drive home um, what the controversy was between Bowman and Byron. I didn't even know there was any controversy. Technically, I think this is the closest Daytona 500 in history. By six one thousandths of a second, uh, I think William Byron beat alex bowman and i mean again i thought the racing was really good there, there's even more controversy in this because byron and bowman kind of inadvertently started that backstretch crash i don't i don't think that was you can just pin blame on on just them you know it's super speedway racing modern super speedway racing that's going to happen fact of it you know we we knew that big wreck the 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 tension in the stands you could cut it with a butter knife because you all know it's going to happen you got the fans that that love the wrecks and and they're only there for the wrecks you got the fans like myself just trying to see a good race and you know if there's a wreck you know okay it'll make a good clip on youtube later uh but you just knew that wreck was going to happen i didn't think it happened that soon um You see Kozlowski going down the block. You see Bowman kind of get in the back of Byron. He got somebody else squirrely. Somebody hit Kozlowski, and there they all went. You know, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, and a lot of them. William Byron and Alex Bowman escape unscathed, and then they're the top two finishers in the Daytona 500. Just the cruel irony, the cruel fate of this race that, you know, Denny Hamlin, I heard him say it today on Action Detrimental. You know, the best way to not be involved in the wreck is to be the one that starts it, and... I don't think Bowman, Kozlowski, Byron, obviously they didn't intentionally start the crash. That's not what I'm saying, but they were kind of the root cause just in terms of being the ones bumping everybody, you know, that that's kind of how that went. Um, as you see the results scroll on the bottom of your screen, their YouTube viewers. Um, that's just kind of how that went. Unfortunate. Sure. But that's just how the race went. Um, you can't look into it too much further than that. Now there was a big crash on lap number five. I kind of caught that one on video, but Harrison Burton looks like Brad Kozlowski kind of got into the back of John Hunter Nemechek, who then bounced off the wall, gets into Harrison Burton, sends him spinning up back across the track into Jimmy Johnson, into Carson Osivar, into Ryan Priest. Austin Dillon also got damaged in that. Um, it seems like the first caution of the Daytona 500 is always something pretty minor. Um, usually like lap 20, 30, maybe a tire blowout. We had a wheel fall off for the first caution in 2022. Maybe it's a spin, you know, for the first cycle of green flag pit stops. It's usually not a big crash like that, and it's usually not on lap five. But those guys were squirrely. They got pretty tame. You know, it didn't look like it. They were still running two, three wide, but they got relatively tame after that didn't have another caution. I don't think until the end of stage one, which was a tremendous photo finish between Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott. Um, stage two was won by Kyle Bush, who then I think blew a tire and then was somehow still leading in stage three. We were changing seats at that point. I'm not exactly sure what happened, uh, but Some crazy circumstances there. Michael McDowell, unfortunate story here, the outside pole sitter, led six laps early in this race, but ends up finishing 36th, not dead last. It'd be dead last any other week but Daytona. Sour engine. His engine turned on him, and you could hear when he went by us, his engine did not sound good, and for the rest of the night, it sounded sick. He kept having to make pit stops, I think actually with around 10, 15 laps to go right before the big one happened. He went behind the wall and then came back out of the garage area. You know, we saw him go behind the wall excuse me behind the wall briefly and his crew worked on the race car and then he goes right back out there and rejoins um I'm looking at the results sheet here AJ Allmendinger somehow finished sixth I'm going to put uh the, this next little chain of results up on the screen here 17 through 33rd um AJ Allmendinger somehow finished sixth in this race led nine laps was in contention to win really with 40 50 to go and then kind of got shuffled back a little bit um, the best racing, in my opinion, in this race came in the last 70 laps when you had LaJoy and Almondinger, Logano, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, um, everybody jockeying for position. That's when the real comers and goers happened. Um, Bell and Blaney had a great battle for the lead early in this race, as did Bell and Logano. Joey Logano led the most laps If anybody, led 45 laps on the day. Um, Ford, in my opinion, was the manufacturer that had the best cars. You had Todd Gillen lead 16 laps in this race. Uh, which you don't see Todd Gillen lead 16 laps in a race hardly ever. But today, or Monday, yesterday, rather, Todd Gillen was on it. And unfortunately, he was involved in that big crash. Um, the story of this race, though, was, you know, who could unseat the Fords? And that ultimately ended up being Hendrick Motorsports. When you had, you don't have a Ford finishing in the top eight. The first Ford, get this, is Noah Gregson. The two SHR cars of Gregson and Briscoe, Two top tens for Stuart Haas. Who would have said Stuart Haas would have been the best two finishing Ford cars in this race at the end? You know, or or whenever you had Blaney, Cindric, Logano, all leading, they all end up in crashes. Blaney and Logano in the big one, Cindric spinning across the line in that controversial ending with Chastain. And and Corey LaJoy, he had some choice words for Corey LaJoy. and heck of a run for Corey LaJoy. Only leads one lap, but the crowd was going wild when Corey led that lap. Ends up fourth. Great start to the year. And when I put the point standings up here in a second, we'll see 34 through 40. scroll through in your results sheet. Um, uh, the the crowd went wild. Great start, though, for Corey LaJoy, especially uh, early in the points. And we're going to do a track he could win at next weekend in Atlanta, this upcoming weekend, rather. He could win at Atlanta legitimately and and, in talladega and daytona might be his only other shot so and i also think in that you know who won last time we went to atlanta last summer william byron who won the first race on new atlanta william byron he could go two for two to start the year and we're looking at a william byron dynasty starting at the super speedways in 2024 um good start to the year for bowman when he needed one c bell keeps doing what he's been doing Bubba wallace needs a good start this year he ends up fifth uh bubba only led three laps He actually, I I was listening to to Bubba's scanner and uh, about 20 laps to go, he's in the pack. They've rejoined after the final session. Green flag pit stops. And I just hear Freddie Kraft start cussing and saying, Bubba, we didn't get enough fuel in the car. We're going to have to come back in. pit crew woes continue for the 23 team, 2311 as a whole. Uh, Reddick caught up in that crash. Nothing really went wrong for him. But the stops were a little slow today because listening in real time to the scanner, we had a great view of pit road for the first three quarters of this race. And we saw Bubba... You know, Booty Barker would say, go, go, go. And it's like another half second, second. They're still putting that lug nut on the car. got to get the jack down. Just a few issues. And I'm sure every crew kind of had those issues. But as a Bubba fan, it's, it's just getting old to see pit road discontinue to be that team's death now. And Bubba said it as they came across the line. He said, um, you know, this was a good run, but good, great teams don't make mistakes. The great teams win races. If they don't make that mistake, you know, he, he could have been in the mix to win this race rather than, and finishing fifth, but uh, overall, a good day. Legacy Motor Club, you know, aside from Jimmy Johnson, who seems cursed now, Legacy Motor Club, a great day when they badly needed one. Seventh for Nemechek, eighth for Jones. Kyle Larson comes in 11th, nearly won stage one. Kyle Bush thought this might be his year to finally win that Daytona 500. Not quite in 12th. Zane Smith, solid run in 13th. Let me put the point standings up for y'all here. Uh, It'll be three slides worth of point standing. So Byron locked into the playoffs. Most importantly, I know one race, you know, who cares about the points at this point? I do, because every point matters. We saw that in 2022 with Blaney versus Truex. It, It still rings true in my opinion, that every point does matter. So we're going to have those scrolling across your screen every week. Zane Smith, the rookie, a uh, a quiet run, but a good run. 13th for him, started 14th, consistent day. Chase Elliott, 14th after winning stage one. He was Emily's pick. My pick was Busher. so that means Emily, by virtue of Elliott finishing better than Busher, gets the pick point for this week. Uh, so we're tied at one now after the clash. Truex, 15th. Hemrick, 16th. Ty Gibbs, 17th. My pick, Busher 18th. Chris Busher was really a no-show yesterday. Kind of surprising. Denny Hamlin, 19th. Wasn't knocked out of the race um, in that big one, but had a shot to win, obviously. You know, led... Led 10 laps, he and Kyle Busch kind of battled for the lead. It was great to see Kozlowski, Bush, Hamlin, three veterans of the sport, three of the best out there, run so well. David Reagan led two laps yesterday and was really, really fast. Uh, Had a much faster car, race pace car, racecraft car than I thought he would, but he and Kozlowski were doing a little two-car tandem there at one point. Ross Chastain, 21st, Sindrick, 22nd. Those two wrecking across the line, which caused that caution and it was kind of crazy, but Chastain just—he went for a hole, and uh, you know, just like Corey LaJoy when he took the lead, when the local Florida boy took the lead, the crowd was into it, man. They were into that race. They were cheering Ross on. Cool to see the hometown kid get some love. Cindric twenty second. I thought the twenty twenty two Daytona five hundred winner might do it again, but not quite. All these cars finish a lap down because they did not complete the final lap. David Reagan was the first car or the last car rather on the lead lap in twentieth. Uh, Sendrick, Penske was fast. Cindric led 13 laps today, just not quite in the cards. Ford led the most laps of any manufacturer in this race, led over half of it, leading 102 laps. Uh, you can see my article on Yardbarker: the four things that we learned from this race, Yardbarker.com sat backslash NASCAR, Ryan priest, 23rd. He spun actually right in front of us in that lap five, wreck Riley herps, 24th, Josh Berry, 25th, Justin Haley, 22nd or 26th rather not the finishing result, but he was running second with joey logano and you'll see that in the vlog a little bit i tried to get that on the video board when Haley was in second they showed speed at the clash they showed speed sunday they didn't turn them into results but rick ware you know they're better this year they got a better driver they might have upgraded some things that rfk alliance might seriously be bearing some fruit Anthony Alfredo, 27th. He was in contention leading laps until he was caught up in that wreck too, man. All the underdogs came to play today. Jimmy Johnson was caught up in that lap five wreck. Unfortunately had no shot and ends up twenty eighth. Tyler Reddick, 29th. Jimmy was, you could tell, uh, limping around, you know, I, I was impressed with Almondinger being able to get back in the race after he was all by himself early in the race. And Jimmy Johnson, um, never could get back in it. He had to get laps back and he just, he never could, uh, Reddick 29th, Blaney 30th. All these cars caught up in that big one, all the way down to Todd Gilland. Uh, Stenhouse 31st, defending Daytona 500 champ, can't repeat. Joey Logano, who could have won his second Daytona 500, led the most laps, started on the pole. It's an even numbered year. I'm expecting big things from the 22 this year. He ends up 32nd, though. Brad Keselowski once more denied his chance at the Daytona 533rd 33rd. Daniel Suarez, in his his interview at the track, which we saw on the NASCAR TV boards on the front straightaway. Um, he said it was the best Daytona 500 he ever ran, led two laps, looked pretty sporty, but ultimately it only ends up 34th. It's just... It's the irony of, of Daytona, man. That's that's just what it is. Uh, Todd Gillen, 35th. The best race of his career, I thought. He ran yesterday, and unfortunately, it ends in mangled sheet metal. Michael McDowell, 36th. Austin Dillon, 37th, was also involved in that lap five incident. So was Kaz Grala. Harrison Burton and Carson Hosevar were as well. Burton has now DNF'd in two out of the three Daytona 500s. He's run and Hosevar, man. What a shame. He starts ninth. Uh, Burton starts twelfth, and... I had my eye on them to maybe do some things, but, but they just, they never could. I'll, I'll keep those playoff uh, things scrolling. Let's take a look at the points real quick. They don't matter too much. Um, the final thoughts on this, on this race though, before we, we look at any sort of future here, congrats to William Byron. Um, he, 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 he wins in unorthodox ways. You know, he's not a guy that's going to dominate every week. He'll have races like Watkins Glen last year where he does go out there and just beat the crap out of everybody to remind the field that he can, um, but he'll also have races like this where he just shows up at the end, you know, kind of David Pearson, not calling him the next David Pearson, but very similar to how the silver Fox used to win races. You know, he, he'd bide his time and he'd wait till the time's right and pounce. And that's what William Byron has done. Um, uh, won six times last year, looking to be two for two. And like I said, he's won twice at new Atlanta. I wouldn't at all be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if all three guys that won at Daytona repeated Atlanta. Nick Sanchez and Trucks was close to winning that race a year ago. Austin Hill did win that race a year ago. And then uh, William Byron has won at New Atlanta twice. So, who knows? Uh, He's locked into the playoffs. Alex Bowman, plus 26 to the cut line. Seabell, plus 20. Chase Elliott, plus 18. Bubba Wallace, plus 15. John Hunter Nemechek, plus 13. Kyle Larson plus 13 as well, as is Kyle Bush. Eric Jones plus 11. Corey LaJoy plus 9. Austin Sendrick plus 9. Denny Hamlin still plus 6 by virtue of stage points, which are very important. Chase Briscoe 5. Who is that? Zane Smith plus 5 as well. Noah Gregson plus 4. Uh, Truex, Chastain, Reddick all tied in the points. Uh, technically, Truex holds that last playoff spot right now. Ty Gibbs minus 1. Hemrick minus 3 in 20th. Then Busher 21st minus 3. You got Blaney. Title defense not starting off great. Minus seven Suarez, minus seven Priest, minus ten Barry, minus ten Haley, minus twelve Stenhouse and Logano both minus fifteen. So uh, on the NASCAR app, you'll see it as Jimmy Johnson and Reagan included, but they're not going to run, you know, all the races this year, so their point standing, you know, doesn't matter. Um, not much to take away from these playoff standings. They're going to look drastically different after Atlanta, especially if we get an upset winner. They're going to look drastically different after the West Coast swing when. We go to Vegas and we go to Phoenix and the first, you know, real races that aren't more luck based and that aren't drafting tracks where anything can happen. So uh, don't read too much into these this week nor next week. And, and after Vegas and Phoenix and whatever the fifth race is, maybe code, I don't remember what race five is, it might be Bristol, actually. I think it's Bristol. After those races, uh, after race five or six, then we can start seeing, OK, who are some of the true contenders, but I think William Byron, you know, obviously he's going to be a guy to watch this year. My preseason championship pick, I picked him to win the class, should have picked him to win the Daytona 500. And he might just be my early pick to win Atlanta. So we'll get you covered all weekend. I'll, uh, my experience at Daytona out later in the week, an interview with Jason Chincherry, who's the crew chief for Chase Purdy in the truck series truck Xfinity cup pre-race for Atlanta Xfinity post-race for Daytona coming tomorrow, probably. And, We'll have you covered all weekend, all three races at Atlanta. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share. Follow rate review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, yardbarker.com, com. writing for those guys, moonlightmixes.com to get all your Wicked Mix and Wicked Minis, and patreon.com/below the line podcast if you want to support us uh, monetarily over there. I'm Samuel Subs from Below the line. Thank you for uh, recapping the 2024 Daytona 500 with me. I will talk to you guys later. Goodbye.